top shelf fantasy. Over. Yeah, it's what we used to do. I, I still have a beer open from our podcast, but we used to used to start them off with a crazy. <laughs> there you go. Break, break the I got this uh, this fine Poland Springs, eighteen forty five, born in Maine. Born in Maine. Isn't there a Poland Springs plant in Pepperell? No. There was a. <laughs> isn't there, so. isn't there, there's a water plant off a dirt. Uh, there's a dump. That's what you think. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Very confusing. You're thinking um, of the old paper. Well, mail. listen. I saw Kalen Balaj score a touchdown this week. Hey, anything's possible. possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> Take the dump and turn it into high quality H two O. It's better. <laughs> Water sucks. <laughs> oh boy. Well, welcome to this podcast. Yeah, podcast one twelve. Week nine's in the books. Approaching trade deadline. Ooh. So this is an important one. Uh, listen up, shelfies. This one's for you. This one is for you. And keep your eye on the website, and Facebook, all. Twitter. We're going to be having any, uh, what is it, a trade deadline article coming your way. Yes. Trade targets. What you should trade for. What you should trade off your Who team. Should tra- yeah. Who should trade them for. What kind of players. You know. The good stuff. All the good stuff. We'll point you in the in the right direction. We Hopefully. Got, uh, we got the Pepperell Dump. That's Pepperell. where we'll send you. That's where Poland Springs is. Yep. Huge deals. Fountain of Youth. Uh, com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TopShelfFNTSY. It's our little housekeeping items. We have no promo code this week. Finally got used. Finally got used. Finally got used. We'll Steve Milne. Shout eventually. out to Steve Milne. Yeah, Steve Milne always likes my uh, shares and statuses. I really appreciate it, Steve. You deserve the discount. <laughs> He's also uh, yeah. my brother. <laughs> that takes advantage. I didn't of, know of, if that was confidential. Free money. <laughs> He's fiscally responsible. <laughs> okay. Well, let's jump into the first segment. I can't believe. Believe. I don't believe you. To believe. I don't believe. You believe. You believe. You believe this. Do you believe? I don't believe. I don't believe. These are long ones. Yeah, sorry. I, I kind of get a, a little carried away. <laughs> Dow's blacked out this morning, I think. I was just, I, I, I was working real hard this morning, and then I had a chance to sit down. I was like, I'm just going to do this all. I did it like stream of consciousness, just one after the other. So here we go. To believe or not to believe, Jacoby Myers will finish the season as the wide receiver one for the Patriots. That's the question? Yeah. That's my, well, do you believe yeah. or not believe it? Yeah, so I mean, I would, well, I would say you have yes. a lot in there. Uh, yeah, uh, yep, yep, yep. Okay. Yes. So my follow-up to that, well, Scott, you're also yes? Yes. Okay. Uh, follow-up, where do you think he finishes the year in the entire NFL for the wide receivers? He's presently wide receiver 83. At 43.1 points. 50s. Yeah, sure. 50s. 60s. Yeah. So He's, Harry is below that right now? Yeah, Harry He's, has 30.9 wow. points total because he is a bum. Okay. Um. So where's he going to finish? Yeah. I mean, 50, 60s, that's what we've got so yeah. far. So yeah. we're talking there, wide I mean, receiver four plus. But yeah, to yeah. jump that gap, to get into that 50, 60 range at wide receiver 83 to make up some ground on the season, he'll probably play like he, a wide receiver three flex type throughout the rest of the year. I, I was going to say, from here on out, I think you can view Jacoby Myers as like a fringe wide receiver three, four. 
somewhere in there. Four or five? I was going to say four or five. I was going to say the 40s and the I, 50s yeah, weekly. I, I, but. I think flex plays where you can right. view them. I mean, I you you have Isaiah Ford here too. I know yeah. we, we just got him, or the Pats just got him from the Dolphins. Not sure what he does, especially coming into a Pats offense barely being used with Miami. So Yeah. I mean, he has 27.4 points coming over from Miami, and you're like, who the hell is this guy? And then you're like, well, Harry has three more points on the season. Who the hell is this guy? Oh, he's a first-round pick. Yeah, great. All right. Picked Met- before DK Metcalf. Oh, and A.J. Brown. And uh, a million other guys. And Jaquay Myers. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go to the next one. So Christian Kirk finishes 2020 with more points than DeAndre Hopkins. I don't believe you. Yeah, I don't believe this. I do not believe this. Yeah, no. Nope, nope. That was I don't, with I, I don't believe it either, but I wanted to take it just to be different. <laughs> I don't believe it. I just wanted to see. You know, I mean, he's been balling out the last few weeks. and He uh, has been. Hop got locked up, but I think my only argument for the contrary would be that Hop draws all the attention and Kirk thrives underneath. But I think more often than not, as I said on the last podcast, Hopkins is quarterback-proof, defense-proof. doesn't matter. He gets his numbers more often than not. He's, he's allowed to have a down week once in a while. All right. Yes. Yeah, so, so next one. There is a wide receiver worth rostering in Baltimore. <laughs> just, I just love the open-endedness to this because this team must have six wide receivers. And uh, no, I don't believe you can roster any of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I put it in here just to inform you guys. Hollywood's leading the charge with 68.8 fantasy points in half PPR which puts him at wide receiver 46, which would make him, you know, a very back-end wide receiver four, which, yeah, is really not rosterable in the sense that you're not going to start him. You're, you're certainly not going to start him with any faith. And then you've got guys, I didn't even bother to look them up below them, but you've got Willie Sneed, Devin Duvernay. Uh, you can consider Mark Andrews and, and Nick Boyle as pass catchers. <clears throat> Come on. Come, yeah. No, uh, James No Way Prochet okay. has nope. no uh, stats on the year. He had two punt returns last week. Good for him. Yeah, I mean the only Good. thing is their schedule from week eleven on is very easy. Yeah, it's quite. But, but they, they've had good matchups in the past too. And Marquise has had three targets and two catches. I mean, have, their whole passing attack looks lethargic. Have we mentioned though, Desmond Bryant, oh, the practice squad member? Desmond, he's on the practice squad again. Because well, he didn't at some point he didn't touch be. the field. He needs practice. At on that at some point, <laughs> and then uh, I believe they still have Miles Boykin, who has done nothing. They do yeah, as well. I, w- I would say that Marquise Brown is rosterable. I'm keeping him there. Ooh, okay, we've got one person keeping him off. Yeah. Oh, I'm also keeping him because the playoff matchups. Yeah, the playoff matchups are fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not expecting much out of the next three weeks, but sure. I mean, even this past, actually, you know what? Rashad Perryman took the top off of J.C. Jackson, so you know Marquise Brown's. Better than Bernard Perryman. We'll see. Because they have the New England Patriots next. Out of context, you're not looking at the same thing I'm looking at. Maybe Stephon Gilmore will uh, come back and we won't have to. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. All right. Uh, the next one. Craig, you want to take it? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, uh, to believe or not to believe that Nick Chubb is a RB1 in his first week back in week 10. And to preface that, Nick Chubb is playing against the searching searching it's almost like you houston texans <laughs> i i didn't write it yeah so <laughs> I, I this is assuming that he plays this week i think he's he's been activated so he should be good but who knows let's see he had finished rb1 in two weeks of the four that he played previously so 
I would say, I mean, and those were like, you know, 25, 23 points. So the only other down weeks were against uh, Baltimore. And then I, there was the I game would, he got hurt. So I would say yes. Yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with RB one. No matter what Kareem Hunt has done, they have shown in the past that both of them can do well on the same field at the same time. You know that was proven this year. So, you know, I mean, what they did against Washington, which is a pretty good rush defense. So, um, they're pretty good overall defense this year. So, yeah, yep, yep, yes, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next one. We're all in agreement. Dalvin Cook finishes the season as running back one overall. He just passed Kamara this week and now has an 11.5 point advantage. I do not believe this. <gasps> yeah. He, I'm, he can't stay healthy. <gasps> yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just, the, the, the work, this has nothing to do with him talent wise. This just has everything to do with there has been no historical uh, trend that has suggested that Dalvin Cook. For the remaining six, seven game, six games, can sustain twenty carries a game. He just hasn't done it, and I'm not going to go against that trend. Yeah. So both Kamara and uh, Cook have decent schedules, some tough ones, some some uh, not so tough ones. I'll go with Kamara for the fact that he was the guy outside of two weeks for Dalvin Cook. Um, you know, Kamara was really the guy far and away the better running back. I will take Dalvin Cook. Just to be different. I think you're right. I think he has a very high chance of getting hurt. But he's due for a full season. You know, he's got to have he's got to have one in there. He already missed his time. Let's say it that way because he won't have a full season. But he's already missed his time earlier this year. Um, and the final one. Ezekiel Elliott will break double-digit fantasy points again this season. His remaining matchups are Minnesota, Washington, Baltimore, Cincy, San Fran, Philly, and the Giants. I believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I believe one. it too. You give me one. I, I think it's Philly. I really think it's the second to last game. <laughs> well, I, mean, I mean, or or, or Cincy. It could be it Washington too. Thing. I mean, it's a divisional opponent. Let's Minnesota put it this sucks. Way. He might do it this if, week. If he yeah. doesn't, it may be a Zeke thing. Yeah. Well, you got got pretty penny in that contract. Long signed for a long hey, time. Hey, I'm, I'm not saying it is. But uh, but it might be. Hey Jerry, you you wish you kept some of that money for Dak. So listen, I'm look what happens when Dak's hang, not playing. Hang out in Boca or wherever. Tony wherever Tony Pollard has uh, is averaging over a yard more after contact than Zeke right now. Cabo Wabo was that where he was? Cabo Wabo. He was in Cabo. Let's go back to Cabo Zeke. But Cabo, right. there you go. Okay, all right. Next, Cabo Zeke is a happy Zeke. Next segment. You got to know when to hold. You gotta count your money. And you never count your money. When you're sitting at the table. That's what Zeke's doing instead of playing <laughs> football right now. He's, He's counting those oh, sorry. stacks. I was I was Zeke and Cabo. I was <laughs> <laughs> um all right, well, here we go. Ten players. Hold them, fold them. Henry Ruggs. Bold. Fold. Secretary Hayward Bay Jr. Bye bye. It sounds very similar to Dart Throw. No, it's, he's oh, trending saying, in that oh. dart throw kind of category. Sorry, so I thought you said Fulgham. I was doing no. the. Oh, <laughs> I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Um, so many sounds. Lev Bell, Ch. Uh, this I, sucks. Yeah, I want to fold them both. Really, based on what they've done, I think that Lev is still somebody you try to sell on name, but everybody kind of knows he sucks. So if you can't sell them, fold them both. 
yeah, I'm. I want to fold them both. It, it personally, if I had them, I would fold. I did fold Lev, um, and if I had Ceh, I would probably fold Ceh at this point. Um, I'm shocked. Bet is looking only, great for me. The only thing is that the draft capital that you likely put into Ceh, you're you're probably just willing to ride it out and just say, "Oh, yeah. this is my first or second round pick." I mean, a lot of people taking them in the first round. I think Lev is, you know. It depends on where you are. I don't think you should outright cut Lev, but if you're in a must-win situation where you need to like accumulate talent, cut him. Get him off your team. Right? Yeah. I mean, if you're six and nothing. two, and you can sit him on your bench, and it doesn't matter. Like you're not struggling with bye weeks. I'm of shocked. course you just roster him. I'm 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 folding Lev. I'm shocked you guys are folding Ceh. The yes, RB man. the RB ten on the season. He has um, a, you know, what have you done for me lately, though? I mean, we got we, eleven fantasy we see what we see what Tyler Lockett did. Tyler Lockett's hanging his season so, off a forty-six yard point game. Since, I mean, that's the that's the problem. You since can't Bell's look at been it. there, Ch is twelve, five, sucked, eleven with the touchdowns in the twelve and eleven. So yes, the, the week, didn't, you, didn't the even week, have to look. Just assuming that he stuck week, in the end zone. The week that I he came, no 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 that was yeah that was the, with the twelve sure. But the week that he had the five, it was against the Jets, and they were up 35-9. to nine. He didn't even need to play. Um, and that was the Lev revenge game where he didn't get that much work either. I mean, realistically, what's happened is, is they have not gotten that much work. Um, yes, Bell has taken away some attempts from CEH, but even overall, the whole team hasn't rushed as much. Uh, they brought in Levin, then all of a sudden they just stopped rushing, and you know they had 18 attempts this past week to Tyreek Hill. I think this was a very big game plan this past week too, where there was just so many passes going around in this team, they really weren't rushing all that much. Maybe just the threat of him being back there is enough to open up the passing, and I mean, they don't need to run. That that's fine, that's and Ceh can still get the work in, in the passing game. I, <laughs> I I think you guys are crazy to fold him. I'll make you guys here's, a trade offer. Here's 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 my thing, and this goes the same exact way for Jonathan Taylor. Touchdown dependent RB threes. Yeah, it, touchdown uh, dependent so RB three. Cutting let that let that sink in. What this more boils down to me, for me is, I, like I said, I want to sell both of them, but I don't think you can. Nobody's nobody's hitting you up C-H. to buy them. You're sure. selling low, so sure. probably I'm not, them. you're probably not cutting Ch off the bat. And maybe that was a little drastic. Lev, I think you can I easily part Lev's ways. A very with, easy. Yes. Cut. If, Lev if is you a cut. sit here and tell me that you feel confident starting Ceh week in week out, and you're going to treat him anything better than a touchdown dependent RB three. I will shotgun bet you every single week for the rest of the season. Shotgun bet. Shotgun bet. How do we buy this week? You, you tell me what he's going to score every single week and what RB finish he's going to have, and I will shotgun bet you on CEH every so, single week. So, all right. Week. So, week 11, he's going to get 10.8. Week 12 is going to be 12.2. Well, we, can, we, can, we can talk about it as what the weeks come up. What kind of bet is that? They what, buy what, I'm, what I'm saying is that you're I saying don't, he, you're what, saying what you're that saying is that he has to be an RB three. It's really just betting as, as an RB three. You're saying week. you're going against. That's a little bit. A hundred percent, one hundred percent of all fantasy football owners. He is rostered on a hundred percent of rosters, and you want to cut him. What I, I kind said, of bet can we make for you to throw that kind of fire down? Okay, so let's let's recap this. So make sure recap, you listen recap, to this. Recap them, I said maybe cutting Ceh was a little drastic. But I said, if you feel like you are confident to start CEH every single week as more than a touchdown-dependent RB3, we'll have a conversation and come up with a bet. CEH has done absolutely nothing since Lev Bell has gotten there to suggest that he should be the RB1 that you drafted him to be. This should be a wake-up call to every CEH owner. That CEH, with Lev Bell there, 
that usage isn't there for him to be startable every single week. I think it's startable every week. I, I, I think, think it's like a matchup dependent thing. I don't think he's every week I mean, startable. There's, there's if, I, be, if I had CH, there's going to be matchups where he doesn't who, do well. I mean, who he's got Tampa Bay on the schedule. If I had CH so. though, and I wanted to trade him to, who would you give me in return? Nothing. Nothing? What are you talking well, Who would you give? I'm asking. Well, it sounds like you want to cut him, so yeah, sure. I'll give you Craig, nothing. Craig, okay. Remove, Craig, remove get, that. Get, get past the part that Corey and I said cut CEH. We're coming up with hard decisions. And what we're saying right now is that CEH is not startable. So if you can move him, that's what Corey's saying. If you can move him, if you have a CEH owner, Corey's a CEH owner. He wants to move Lev Bell or at, move CEH. Who does he move him for? Nelson well, Aguilar? I don't, receiver three. I don't want to like ruin our so list here. So he's an RB three. Like, could I could I trade him for Justin Jefferson, who's also on our list here? Yeah, he probably could. Okay. I'd rather That's have Justin good, Jefferson. Good, good so would I. I would do that deal. I'm, I would not. I would rather I, CH. I, I would rather CH. But I, I, do we have I, any of these players? I, mean, <laughs> I, bet, I bet honestly, honest to God, I bet you could get someone to give you Todd Gurley for CH. I absolutely. I wouldn't want Todd Gurley. Either. Oh my god. Okay, Jamichael Hasty, hold or fold? Fold. Fold. Yeah. Fold. fold. Mike Gesicki. Friend of the program. Fold. 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 I will lose my leagues. How did he How did he do this week? I didn't look at like his 40 line. yards, I think. Ah, dude, I'm holding them. <laughs> uh, In the tight end world, he's a touchdown away. Cam Newton. Uh, fold. Bye-bye. 24 points this week. Fold. Uh, <laughs> So I don't own him in any leagues. I would probably fold him if I did, but I'm actually picking him up in a league where I just need a, a quarterback, and there's really nobody out there. I mean, uh, he's like he's like quarterback like 18, 19 right now. There's so many other ones. You can I put him on here just because he had a 24-point week. I'm, in right. just, I'm just in a weird league where people have two quarterbacks on almost all teams, and it's 12-team, and I'm like, okay. I'm looking at between him and I, I don't even remember. I might, well, Drew Locke. I might I, pick up Drew Locke. Yeah, and I mean, I think this is a good one because I think at the beginning of the year we were saying, hey, listen, if you're, you know, if you're in a situation where you need to have two quarterbacks, Cam Newton's a great second quarterback to have. If you held them this whole time, good for you. Maybe continue to hold them, but I don't think he should be on rosters. Uh, Antonio Brown. I'm going to hold him. I'm going to hold him. I have to hold him because, yeah, one week is yeah. – if you, if you went out and you picked him up, you probably picked him up two weeks early. And you held them all that time, right? You're not going to fold them after one bad week, I guess. And there are people that are probably panicking to do that. So yeah, and we talked about this one already. Hollywood Brown. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm ready to just fold them. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna fold them. I'm still going to hold. I'm them, holding. It, he's on that. He's if on I that. can, I, if right. I have like if my bye weeks are pretty much done, right? I know in some leagues they're not, and if I need to pick up someone now to play him like a Jacoby Myers. Hands down. Sure. Yep. Yeah, he's the easiest drop on your roster if it's that situation. Right. I mean, he's barely a wide receiver four. Jefferson. Justin. Justin Je- he's a big hold for yeah, me. Hold. He's a hold. Devin Singletary. Yeah. Big fold. Fold. Bye-bye. Zach Moss, even, even – it's, it's, it's so weird. The, Did he have two carries? So he had two, two carries, yeah. I mean, yeah, they don't run that much at, to begin with. So, you know, when you're getting, you know, Zach Moss, who it looks like has taken over the lead in the backfield, is still not getting that much work in, in general. So, yeah. So, if it's a, even if it's a split, it's kind of scary. I mean, right. I, you can maybe view him as a decent, like, handcuff now, like, I guess. If you have a, I just, there'd be so many, mo- I, so many other ra- people I'd rather have than Singletary on my team. I, I'm, I would be hesitant to fold Singletary, to be honest. I just don't believe in Zach Moss being an every down back, and I think Singletary provides a better spark for the offense. Um, and we've seen Zach Moss get banged up 
uh, throughout the seasons uh, too. No, for sure. So. Like there's a world where Singletary is relevant, um, and he's ninety percent rostered. But the thing is, he also hasn't put up double-digit points since week four, and that's um, his only touchdown of the season. That's the only touchdown. So it's just it's just it's just the usage. You know, it's the opportunity. It's it's not much. It's not there. Uh, even when he has the stronghold of the running back job. Sure. Do we get everybody's take on Singletary? Yes, sir. Okay. Zeke, hold. So Zeke's another guy. If you look at his stat line, the last like four weeks and stack's gone down, you want to hold him. He's seven, eight points. That's really it. Um, it's a, it is a very, very difficult hold to make because of the name and because you can probably still shop him because of what people think he can be. But based on my belief that he doesn't really get double-digit points again this season, or maybe he does it once, I'm, I'm thinking about folding him. If I if there's somebody out there that you can replace him, but maybe if Andy Dalton comes back, we see what he does with a different quarterback. Maybe he puts it back together. But shit, man. he's If I'm talking about folding CEH, I got to talk about folding Zeke Elliott. Fair. I mean, he, he, this reminds me of OBJ last year, where like, damn, I, I can't start this guy, but I can't drop OBJ. Yeah, it's the same thing with Zeke. Like, you know, if you do, you're gonna regret it, even though you might not. But you can't. Like, I think Craig said it last week. You draft this guy in the first round, you live and die by this guy. Yeah, I sat him in two leagues last week, though. Like, taking him space on my bench. Great, great set. Do you sell low on him? Do you get nothing for him? Right, that's the thing. Like, you, if you're selling him though, you're not selling him on the stats. You're selling him, dude. It's Zeke, man. He's gonna he's gonna turn around. And then if I get that text when I get it from Mango eventually, I'm gonna say, Mango, stop selling me Zeke Elliott. He sucks. <laughs> yeah. Like, stop doing the pitch. Like, I'm doing it's you a just, favor. I mean, take him off my hands. I, I think you just got to ride the wave. Because right. yeah. we did the who thing about CEH. Who do you think you get for Zeke Elliott at this point? Like, you're taking a loss on that. So, here's here's my thing with CEH. Zeke's on the field. Yeah. CEH, his snap percentage was 40% last week. It was Zeke 49% actually... the week before. It was 58% the week before. Zeke's going to be involved in Zeke's this Zeke's down to a 70-30 split with Tony Pollard as of last week. But, the but he, he had a hamstring injury. He was hurt. What I'm saying is that Zeke is still an integral part of that offense. Yes. Where versus, I mean, you look at Singletary, you look at their complementary pieces to what those teams want to do. The Cowboys, their success has to be through Zeke. It's going to take them a while to figure that out. That's Gilbert. It's, uh, yeah, success is through Gilbert. 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 Um, okay. All right. Well, we, we talk about whole fold. Zeke probably should have been in this one, but buy low, sell high. Buy. Buy. I'm buying. I'm buying. I'm buying. Buy. I must buy one with a pussy magnet. I just don't want to buy him. So it's funny. Yeah, that's it's funny because I had Zeke Elliott as my sell. And then I was like, wait, it's not, you can't sell him high. You're selling him low. It doesn't fit, it doesn't fit the prototype. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm buying Juju. Um, I have Juju. Tom just bought Juju. I just bought Juju, and you will see a write up on Juju like week in after our week. trade targets. Um, I actually got a, quite a little bit of backlash from going to buy Juju. He has been the, the I don't know if anybody watches the Pittsburgh games because uh, apparently they haven't. But when they need to convert first downs, Juju's the one who's there. They are forcing the ball to go Claypool's way. Again, we kind of talked about this the other weekend. Uh, Claypool's been sloppy with the ball. He's fumbled. He's just dropped passes. He's not exactly blocking where his assignment should be. Juju's on the field all the time. Juju is the most consistent wide receiver in that offense. Sure, he's not going to be that wide receiver eight that you drafted him to be. But he doesn't have to be to be a buy low target. You can go out. I mean, a lot of people are looking at him 
as a wide receiver three, as somebody who's behind Deontay Johnson, behind Chase Claypool, I find that so comedic that you're putting Juju immediately behind Deontay Johnson and, and Chase Claypool. If you can go out and get yourself Juju Smith-Schuster with CEH or Devin Singletary, I would do that. If you can go get him with Zeke, I mean, it might be worth a look. I mean, I love Corey Sell. If you can do that, we'll get to it. What what I'm saying is that Juju's opportunities in the offense are minimized. His upside might be minimized because of Claypool and Deontay Johnson. But his floor and his upside are still intact. I mean, we saw it this weekend, 93 yards and a touchdown. We saw it the weekend before with uh, 11 targets or whatever it was and 14 fantasy points. Juju's still going to be involved. You can't just write him off all of a sudden. And it sounds like a lot of people have, and a lot of people probably see the 18-point week and go, oh, finally, a week I can sell Juju on. Like, if, if I'm anybody, I'm, I'm trying to go out and I'm finding Juju and trying to buy him. That, that's my buy. I don't know. I don't know. If it's necessarily buy low, but I was shocked. By... I think it's a buy low. Yeah, I think it's a buy low because of those two other players. It's like, and that's just been what everyone's opinion has been because of you know the big thing Claypool has done, or the big thing jo- Johnson has done. Juju's been consistent. Yeah. Um, so mine is a running back uh, who just rushed at one time, um, <laughs> Leonard Fournette. Uh, you know, the, the whole team itself, uh, Tampa Bay had four rushing attempts this past week. They were down 14 nothing within seconds of the game, 31 nothing at half. There was really no chance that they were going to uh, rush it that much anyway. But previous weeks, he had 15 rushing attempts and then 11 rushing attempts. So, you know, when he came back, you, you know, you showed that, you know, Ronald Jones still stuck around a little bit, um, but Fournette really is that lead back. Um, you've seen Ronald Jones succeed in the times that Fournette has been absent. So if Fournette gets, you know, that, that, that stronghold again of that running back position, which he should, because he really is the better back and is getting the receptions because, you know, even in the, uh, this game past week, he, he led the team in receptions. Uh, the running back led this team in reception. So it's pretty crazy. Um, and you know, even to say Fournette doing it. Um, but you know, the guy has a, a pretty good schedule coming up. Uh, he, he faces Carolina this week, which is, you know, top five, uh, you know, I'm going to say top, but they're the fifth uh, worst. Um, and then, you know, the Rams are t- difficult, but Kansas City, and it, it, there's just a few good matchups you can look at. And then there's the week 16. If you're in the championship, they're facing Detroit, who gives up the most fantasy points to the running back position. So there, there's a lot to like on what you can see from Fournette going forward. He had a rough beginning part of the year because of those injuries and, and, you know, getting cut and not, you know, getting on the field right away uh, by Jacksonville. So, you know, I, I just think that he's going to be rolling downhill going going forward. Alrighty, I also have a running back that I'm trying to buy low, and the ability to buy him low is certainly subjective. It's Josh Jacobs. People still want to hold him because of his name and who he is and his role in the offense, which is still very, very you know uh, involved. But if you look at him on a recent week basis so let's call the last four weeks since that's what yahoo lets me work with here and you sort it by in average points over those last four weeks he's 29th overall in the league for running backs at 10.27 and that's removing his bye week so it's really just a three-week sample size there but 10.27 points is not what you drafted josh jacobs should do if you did draft josh jacobs you might be looking to move him for 
a different running back and maybe another piece. If you can, if you have the depth, maybe at wide receiver and you can go sell off, like, I don't know, a Chris Godwin and another piece to make that deal possible. If I could do, I'm trying to think of a running back to throw in. If I could do Joe Mixon and uh, Chris Godwin for Josh Jacobs, I'd do that all day long. And I think that Jacobs owner would probably do that. Yeah. Like it would be close. Who, who was it? Uh, Mixon and Chris Godwin for I'll, Jacobs. Dude, I'll totally take that. I have Jacobs everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Let me find a league and I'll join in with you real quick. I mean, but, and that owner too might be like you know Godwin. They have AB now. Evans is like it, it's kind of a clusterfuck. Like yeah, get if, rid of it now and don't worry about the headache going forward. Get that RB and Jacobs. That's gonna get. 16 plus carries a week and then yep. you're, you're good right and yeah. for the most part the jacobs owner had drafted <clears throat> jacobs in round one maybe he slipped a little bit in round two so they're not a world beating team they're in the middle of the pack i mean he's gotten you 10 fantasy yeah. points here and there i mean most in most cases but he hasn't you know wowed and won you a week so that guy is going to want to get two players that he thinks he, he wants to shake things up yeah especially if he might be deficient at wide receiver fill a void for him Give him a suitable replacement. You know, we're not talking about... We're in two leagues together, you know. I know. I don't think I have... Actually, three uh, leagues together. Well, I'll, we'll figure something out. Craig has Josh Jacobs in all of them. Oh, yeah. I know you won't trade him no, in Dynasty. Probably, yeah, I, I have I have him in two leagues with, with Dows. All right. Then, uh, what do we have next? Scott A. Scott A. All right. Uh, my buy low is Robbie Anderson. Uh, you wouldn't probably think this is low because uh, how good he was doing this season, but I think people... View him as a wide receiver three when I think he can finish as a, a wide receiver one. He is wide receiver 13 on the year as of right now. And that comes off of, you know, the last three weeks, Curtis Samuel made a huge splash. And he's, you know, leading the team in catches, touchdowns, yards. But in the entire NFL, Robbie Anderson's fifth in targets with 80, fourth in receptions with 60, Third in the NFL in receiving yards with 752, only behind Diggs and DK, but only has one touchdown. And that that makes wide receiver 13. He's getting the targets. I know he's a big play guy with the Jets. He's all over the field with Carolina, and Teddy loves him. CMC should miss at least a week, I, I think, or more. So you saw CMC get 10-plus targets last week. Anderson's going to get more. DJ Moore will still get his, I, I think. But there's no way that Rob Anderson is not going to score one more touchdown this season. You can trade. I mean, I'm not sure if I would. I think Dows and Tom would gladly trade CEH for Robbie Anderson and feel completely fine about that. And, and like, I'm a CEH guy that I'm going to hold CEH, and that's a trade I would really think about. Yeah, I would do that. And I think you, I, I, I think based off the draft capital and the name, you, you could probably do that uh, deal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all four of these players are productive players. They're on the field. They're getting the ball. They're you know, maybe they're they haven't looked as attractive to the owners who originally drafted them, and that's where the windows come in. Um, all right, we're gonna look at some sell highs. Um, my sell high is Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson has scored over 10 points, I think, like four times this season. Those four times are the times he catches a touchdown. I mean, I, I I just want to put in perspective, like, what that means. And, again, like, I called CEH this. I called Jonathan Taylor this. They're 
touchdown dependent running backs rb3 touchdown dependent rb3s which means their upside is an rb2 when they score a touchdown when they don't they're an rb3 i don't want that on my team antonio gibson for some reason people are going absolutely wild over he came into the league as a pass catching back he cut he had three targets to jd mckissick's 14 yeah and that's I, when yeah. Alex Smith came on the field. And, and we saw that when Alex Smith came on the field, what, week four or five? Yeah, he, yeah, he comes on. And Gibson e- even had a good first quarter, I think. And he said, nope, done. Huge. That's a huge thing to say. And that's a massive point that I think Tom is selling high. And Tom today sold Antonio I Gibson for Juju. You know yeah. who used to Putting be really, money really good mouth. when they had Alex Smith? Chris Thompson. They used Chris Thompson ah. in a very similar fashion. They did. I mean, different coaching staff. <laughs> yeah. Same quarterback. Same quarterback. Same quarterback. How different does the screen get? Alex Smith should not have touched the field again. He can do whatever he wants. So in our waiver article, I do mention the McKissick pickup because Alex Smith loves those dump-off passes, kind of like Jamal Charles back with the Chiefs. He saw career years with that. McKissick's getting 14 targets a game with him. Sure. Buy I want to go. Antonio. I want to go buy McKissick. McKissick, now. right? <laughs> <laughs> he's owned in our league, in uh, I think all the leagues I'm in. Mean, I yes, traded yeah. him to Carbs like months ago. Yeah, he's he's hounded me for a year and a half. RB one, baby, in, in <laughs> Dynasty. He's he's Take still him. hounding me for Kenny Stills for the last like week and a half. I'm like, dude, really? still that, that's the guy you're gonna okay, Greg, John Brown. Downtown. Uh, how how would I sell John Brown? Someone asked me earlier. I did, yeah. and I'm a dumb fantasy owner that didn't see the stat line, and I was shocked. And I'll tell you why. Because you just just shy of 100 yards this past week. 11 uh, targets, 8 receptions. Um, he did nothing before. John Brown owner wants to get rid of him. They held on to him because the first two weeks he looked fantastic. So maybe there's a little bit of that. Uh, first week syndrome going in some of the fantasy league uh, players that you're against. And that 11 targets shows, oh, yeah, John Brown's definitely back. I don't expect that going forward. Um, he's 63% rostered, so there's definitely a lot of people that still have him. Um, I would definitely try and get something for John Brown. Hey, if you can get J.D. McKissick, I'll go for that. <laughs> so it's <laughs> yeah, right. pretty, pretty, you know, it's a low-end deal. But the window is open now to, to get rid of John Brown. You don't you don't want that window to shut again, and it can shut pretty quick. All right, I've got a sell for you. His name's Kalen Balaj. <laughs> and and Tom came in here and tossed this in here. Says uh, he's not on rosters to trade at all, which is you know fairly true. He's two percent owned. If you're part of that, that he's on that high. <laughs> if you're part of that two percent, that is higher than his yards per carry <laughs> in <Last> Miami. <laughs> but if you're part of that two percent, sell him because fifteen point four. Uh, point outbursts are not coming around every day on top of that if you are at this point in the season you probably have diminished a good chunk of your waiver budget or your fab budget which a lot of your league league has if you can go out and snag this guy for a little bit of an up bid just to put him on your roster as a starting running back in an offense in the the 2020 season that we've had with all of these injuries you are going to have teams in your league that are hurting at running back you're going to have guys that drafted uh let's see Devin Singletary and maybe Joe Mixon, who's still dinged up, and they, maybe they've been starting Justin Jackson for the last couple of weeks, who's now also carrying an injury. You add Kalen Balaj, 
immediately shop him and sell him on the fact that he's playing Miami, the 11th most favorable matchup against running backs in the NFL. Coming up again after that, he's playing the Jets, and then he's playing Buffalo and New England and Atlanta. They haven't stopped a nosebleed all year. If I can add Balage and then immediately shop him, you're shopping a free player on your roster. Yo. And I will happily drop anybody on my team for him that's sitting on my bench. The old NBA sign and trade <laughs> Yeah, situation. exactly. It's a perfect situation. You're not even losing a player. You're adding somebody for a few bucks in fantasy that a lot of people aren't even going to bid on because they don't really give a shit about him. And then you just go shop him. And if not, you can cut him. Who you're cares? definitely right. Two, There's a lot bucks. of people that are going to go after him. And, uh, yeah, there is. And a side note, too, like if you pick this guy up, put him in as your running back two on your starting lineup. People look at that. Yeah. It's, like, wow. it's amazing to me that yeah, people do that. that. Like, but the people do that. Yeah. And it works sometimes. Like it, if I'm trading someone, I'm putting in my lineup, not on my bench, like, oh, shit, he's starting him. He knows something. Maybe I should do that. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah and, and then it makes you pitching, like, oh, my God, it's such a juicy matchup with Miami. Like, yeah, I'd play him. Makes it a lot, make a lot more sense. Yeah, it, it, it stops that question going to, well, he's on your bench. You're not even using it. Right. And that's what, I'll, <laughs> well, he is on my bench now because we've all talked to Mango too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He's on your bench. Just give him to me. You're not even using him. I want you to lose too. <laughs> my sell high is Todd Gurley. Um, we kind of talked about this the last podcast too. Without his touchdowns, he's really having a bad season. But his touchdowns, you know, he's got a lot of them. So it, it makes it a great season. But he only is averaging, what, I think 3.6 yards per carry. He has nine rushing touchdowns on the season. That's that's a good amount for um, running backs. He's not involved in the passing game like he has been in his career. And his schedule coming up is pretty hard after the bye. He's got Indy. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 Indy. Never mind. Uh, New Orleans twice. <laughs> Saints twice. And the Bucks once, uh, three out of the next four weeks, and they're doing very good at stopping the run. Um, I just don't trust Gurley. I mean, I, I'm shocked he's still healthy. T- to be honest, like it's him and James Conner. It's mind blowing they're still playing. And um, third most rushing attempts nine. in the league for Gurley. Yeah, which is crazy. To, yeah, again to say these. And he healthy. cannot get any yards with it, but he he can get touchdowns. I mean, Brian Hill's still there, but they're still using. Gurley more, again. This team's always down, and they're gonna be passing the ball more. I I just don't see Gurley finishing the season with eighteen touchdowns. I don't. No, I would agree with you there. He's done it before, but he's, that's he's so old done it before, Todd Gurley. But that's Todd Gurley, couple running back ago. one in fantasy. Yeah, uh, we. So I was giving Corey a hard time about Kalen Balazs. But I saw you at Gurley. I had Antonio Gibson. Craig had John Brown. You pick up Kalen Baglage and you package him with one of these guys, you can go get yourself something nice. Yeah. Ooh, something really nice. Mm. Mm. Zales, baby. Spoil yourself. <laughs> the diamond store. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Kalen Balage. Um, he's going to have 2,000 yards on He's going to be the next CJ 2K. <laughs> <laughs> I hate Kalen CJ 2K. <laughs> Were you doing that like, <laughs> while we were on air or something? No, it's uh, I loaded in like a thousand, not a thousand. I probably have like fifteen different sounds on our uh, on our clip Next here. CJ Dukai. Um, okay, all right. Well, let's all just get sad. Quit playing games with my
Okay, well, quit playing games with my heart. You the, say get sad and we're all dancing. The Tunyons. The Tunyons. I, I don't know what to say. I, I mean, the, I, I, I honestly, when you watch him play and you watch when he's done well, uh, I've sat here and said he's an unguardable tight end. He should be a tight end uh, week in and week out. But then you forget Aaron Rodgers is his quarterback. And, uh, and uh, you know, he just likes to throw to Devontae Adams. So, one target last week. The he, old Tunyons, man. He, he plays Jacksonville this week. But, like, the volume's not there. So, like, I don't... The it's, matchup can look good, but the talent's there. I just... I'm not willing to wait out the four point weeks for the thirty point explosion for the thirty. The talent is there, and that that that's my biggest thing with with Tunyon. I just 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 stop it. I cut him. I think a lot of people probably should cut him, but yeah, if you're gonna hold him, yeah, you can't just get some four heartache. points after week in and week out. Like you wait for the the one outburst. Screw it, cut him. Let yeah. him get thirty points on waivers, and then everybody will pick him up and waste their budget. All right, Dallas, want to take yours? Sure. I get this guy, Chris Godwin. Um, it's dude, it's just it's been a joke. He's so inconsistent and he came from a year where he was honestly one of the most consistent producers in in the league, definitely in that offense, but across the entire league, really. Now this year he's gone 10.90, 14 point nine zero zero, seven point three, nineteen point three, zero, five point six. That's just you sit him, he has a big game, you start him, he sucks. You can't play. You can't play fantasy football like this. That's why when I was thinking about packaging somebody for Josh Jacobs to Craig, I got Chris Godwin. I'll sell him on name and potential, not mm-hmm. on what he's done this year. It, it, he hasn't had the worst year in the world. He's been hurt. He's been dinged up. He's performed decently when he's been there. He's been involved in the offense. He has targets, but the production's not there. The touchdowns certainly aren't there. The big plays are absolutely not there. Stop playing with me, man. We want Winston back. No, right? <laughs> we want Winston back so bad. Oh, that was fun. Um, all right, my stop playing games with my G strings. Stop pulling on them. Uh, Derrick Henry, very bad week. Only sixty-eight rushing yards, but I'm more pissed because we have a skins, skins. So the the skin a couple of weeks ago was if a player scores sixty-nine actual yards. You win twenty bucks. Derrick Henry has one of his worst r- rushing games on the season at sixty-eight yards. He couldn't get one more goddamn yard, so I can at least eat that horrible game with twenty bucks. No, he, he, he dirty move. He did you dirty. <laughs> that and that's why I want my money. <laughs> you say Derrick Henry's in the doghouse for not hitting sixty-nine yards. Yes. Stack corrections. I'm waiting on them. They could uh, come. They're out tomorrow, I think. They're out tomorrow. That should have been my playing games with my heart was stack corrections. Oh, I just, yeah. Yeah, stack corrections come on. If you have time, I do want you to tell what what happened to you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. I I think I told you before in my Barber League, the last two years, our champion has changed hands on a stack correction, but it's with IDPs. So, okay. It's always like a tackle or something like that. Yeah. Yep. And it's always been close. Two years in a row, the kids only change his name to stack corrections. So I don't know how to start this one because there's many ways to start. Only one way to finish. I've 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 really been upset. Um, Tom Brady comes into an offense week one against New Orleans, 
You had a wide receiver one last year. Oh, two wide receiver ones. Sorry. <laughs> not a lot of teams have that. Um, and throws up really not much fantasy-wise for both with both Evans and Godwin. Okay, well, now what? how do we fix that? Oh, let's bring in the best wide receiver of the past decade, uh, Antonio Brown, who still has it. And definitely he's going to put up some good numbers against the same team that, that we all thought was going to be a shootout week one against the New Orleans Saints. So what happens? I don't know, 10 three and outs in the beginning of the game, no touchdowns, nothing to see, nothing to see here. Tom Brady's just having a meltdown on the field where actually this is the first time I think he was going back to the sidelines just showing no emotion. He, he, looks, he looks fat, dumb, and happy right now. Uh, I don't understand exactly what's going on with Tom Brady. He, he should be trying a lot harder with the, the golden opportunity that's been handed to him. You've been complaining all your entire career, the last, not entire career, last five, ten years for wide receiver help, help around him, and you can't get it to the three best wide receivers that, that have been given to you in your entire career. Outside of Randy Moss, these are the three best wide receivers you've ever thrown to. I love it. I love to see him meltdown. I don't like that it's playing games with your heart, though, Craig. Sorry to hear that. I'm a big Tom Brady fan. Huge Tom Brady fan. I obviously, obviously was my whole life, but eh, you know, you leave me, you go to Tampa Bay. It wasn't and his fault. We threw him out the door. We did. Did we, though? Did we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Bel- Belichick's like, I can do this without you. Yeah. Think again. I mean, if that being said, if he wants to come back to New England, I'll happily. It's just, it's just funny. <laughs> for, t- for 20 years, money was never an issue, and now it was. That's because we kept trying to tell him that we would get him wide receivers, and we never did. So he went to a team that would get him no, wide receivers. We got you. Myers, we got him Muhammad Sanu for for oh right a high yeah. draft pick mm-hmm. last year. We got year. you mm-hmm. Nikhil Harry, a mm-hmm. uh, 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 Zuber, <laughs> Isaiah Zuber, uh, uh, Shevsky, Olszewski. I mean, we got a bunch of bunch Edelman? of fi- bunch of five nine white guys. Edelman? I mean, listen, Gronk hey, could have come. We guys resigned an eighty year old Edelman. I totally forgot. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot. Rashad Caldo was our best wide uh, receiver three years. I sure. totally rest in peace. David Givens. We could probably put Dion Branch out there right now, and he'd be our best receiver. Troy Brown. Troy Brown. Absolutely, Troy Brown. What's Kevin Falk up to? <laughs> What's he's hanging Kevin? out with Troy Brown? <laughs> Smoking weed, probably. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's legal. All right. Well, that's our Week Nine roster questions that you may have. Scotty wanted me to touch on something. Go to uh, Top Shell Fantasy. Doc, uh, Top Shell Fantasy. <laughs> Top Shelf FNTSY on Twitter. I tweeted out my score this week. I lost by .02 points. And I tweeted out saying, if somebody can show me a closer matchup that isn't a tie, I'll send you a free top-shelf glass. I told Craig that, and we started having a conversation. It is statistically impossible to lose by .01 points (laughs) because one passing yard is .04 points. So I lost this week by literally the smallest margin that you possibly could lose by wild so no one's getting a top shelf glass so nobody's getting <laughs> no a top shelf yeah. glass sorry well if you get the same like if you lost by 0.02 sure if you lost yeah. by 0.02 as well i will get you a a uh, top shelf glass as well i i, I hate fantasy football yeah Terrible. specifically in that league red dog league love it um okay all right well that's podcast 112 week nine we're done Look forward to some stats. Some stats and some trade some stuff. Stats and we'll, we'll probably have some trade stuff to talk about. Trade articles coming out. Yep. Dedicate some time on the podcast for that. Podcast number 12, topshelfantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, topshelf, FNTS.com.
shell fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.